Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. It's Friday, 23 February. Welcome to the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. First, a new report revealed the U.S. has spent years investigating the president of Mexico's potential ties to drug cartels, but that they dropped the investigation to avoid damaging U.S.-Mexico relations. Also, the Biden administration announced Friday sweeping new sanctions against more than 500 Russian people and entities in response to the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. But first, our afternoon spotlight. Trouble is brewing between the U.S. and Mexico after a bombshell New York Times report revealed U.S. law enforcement officials had investigated Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador, or often known as AMLO, and his close associates' ties to drug cartels. The report, published on Thursday, said U.S. authorities spent years investigating aids and confidence of AMLO based on allegations that those close to him had taken millions of dollars from drug cartels and criminal gangs. Hmm. Three separate sources told the New York Times that their investigation had yielded evidence that top aides to AMLO, among others, had established relationships with powerful cartel operatives. The investigation, however, was ultimately closed because U.S. officials had, quote, little appetite to pursue allegations against a top U.S. ally, particularly given the difficult border crisis situation. Now, it should be noted that investigators never found evidence of direct ties between AMLO himself and criminal elements. We should also stress 
that much of the information came from informants. And as you may suspect, information from informants can oftentimes be difficult to corroborate and occasionally may prove to be false. Still, some of the alleged findings raise significant concerns. One informant, for example, said a top aide for the Mexican president met with a senior leader of the Sinaloa drug cartel just ahead of the 2018 election that brought AMLO to power. Another informant said top aides received $4 million from the Zetas cartel following Lopez Abador's victory in 2018. In another example that hits closer to home for the Mexican leader, an informant said drug cartels were in possession of videos showing AMLO's sons picking up drug money. Now, a furious AMLO categorically denied all the allegations as, quote, slander, and called on the U.S. government to issue a formal response. He added that the situation will not affect Mexico's current relationship with the U.S. At a news conference, however, the Mexican president said, quote, does this diminish the trust the Mexican government has in the United States? Time will tell, end quote. Now, when you rework that quote just ever so slightly, it comes out as, do the allegations that top aides of mine may have been involved with drug cartels diminish the trust the Mexican government has in the U.S.? Eh, see, it's all in how you string the words together, I suppose. The report marked the second time this year that AMLO has been hit with allegations of cartel corruption. An investigation published by ProPublica in January alleged that drug cartels helped fund his first presidential bid back in 2006. He also has categorically denied those claims. On a more disturbing note, ahead of the report's publication on Thursday, AMLO doxed the New York Times journalist behind the story at a press conference publicly disclosing the reporter's name and cell phone number, along with the address of the New York Times Bureau in Mexico. This is a serious problem. The information was displayed on a large screen during the press conference, and the Mexican president also read the reporter's personal contact information aloud. A spokesman for the New York Times responded to the incident, saying, quote, This is a troubling and unacceptable tactic from a world leader at a time when threats against journalists are on the rise, end quote. Yeah, that's putting it diplomatically. By Thursday evening, Mexico's Freedom of Information body announced that they had launched a formal investigation into the matter. We should note that Mexico ranks 153rd out of 179 countries on Reporters Without Borders Press Freedom Index. The group says 46 journalists have been killed in Mexico since AMLO's term began in 2018. Now, Again, the allegations from the informants haven't been corroborated, but it wouldn't be the first time that the U.S. has made a real politic decision to essentially look the other way when a foreign leader is somehow benefiting from association with or protection of narcotics traffickers and criminal elements in their country. Honduras is a good example. Former President Juan Hernandez is facing trial in New York City currently on drug trafficking and weapons charges and rumors and allegations continue to swirl around the current Honduran president's family, including President Castro's husband, former President Mel Zelaya, that they have associated with and protected drug cartels as the cartels move gear into the United States. Coming up after the break, the Biden administration unveiled sweeping new sanctions against Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. We'll discuss the implications for Russia's war machine in Ukraine. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which, of course, 
means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no prep, no mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back to the Afternoon Bulletin. The Biden administration unveiled the most comprehensive package of sanctions against Russia on Friday since the war began in Ukraine. 
However, based on the impact or lack thereof of earlier sanctions, many are already skeptical of the material impact that these new sanctions will have on the Putin regime. The sanctions, which were announced to coincide with the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, came as a response to the tragic death of Putin's leading critic and opposition leader Alexei Navalny last week. The sanctions target more than 500 Russian individuals and entities, impacting major financial institutions, energy producers, manufacturers, and Russia's military-industrial sector, and that's according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. They also specifically target Russian officials linked to Navalny's death. U.S. officials claim the latest actions will help to strangle their economy and defense sector, making it more difficult for the Putin regime to sustain their war efforts against Ukraine. President Biden said Friday, quote, they will ensure Putin pays an even steeper price for his aggression abroad and repression at home. If Putin does not pay the price for his death and destruction, he will keep going. And the costs to the United States, along with our NATO allies and partners in Europe and around the world, will rise, end quote. Now, the sanctions came from the U.S. Treasury Department, the State Department, and the Commerce Department, building on sanctions issued last year against more than 200 individuals and entities. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said Friday, quote, Russia's economy and military-industrial base are showing clear signs of weakness in part due to the actions that we, along with our partners and allies around the world, have taken to support Ukraine's brave defense, end quote. Now, it's a bit of an odd statement from Yellen in that reporting indicates that the Kremlin's cash account is healthier now than it was two years ago or prior to the war. And it does seem as if the Russian war machine has recently taken the upper hand in the battle in Ukraine. As we discussed earlier this week on the PDB, despite the rhetoric from the Biden administration, the sanctions so far ultimately amount to a symbolic slap on the wrist for Russia and highlight the limited diplomatic options available to the U.S. to counter Russian aggression in Europe. That's not to say that the sanctions will not make life more difficult for those targeted. U.S. and European sanctions against the Putin regime have disrupted their ability to move money throughout the international banking system and have made it more difficult for their military to restock missiles, munitions, and equipment on the front lines in Ukraine. Still, Russia's economy has proved resilient to Western sanctions, with Moscow focusing on exports to sustain their $2.2 trillion economy. As we covered Wednesday on the BDB, a recent CNN report revealed that the Putin regime is actually flush with cash, thanks in large part to India, who alone purchased some $37 billion worth of Russian crude oil over the past year. Notably, this helped Russia avoid the worst impacts of Western sanctions by having India replace lost buyers in the West. It's worth noting also that a significant amount of that oil purchased and then refined by India eventually makes its way to the U.S. and E.U. The U.S. wasn't alone this week in targeting Russia, as the European Union also issued their own round of sanctions, banning nearly 200 people and businesses that have aided Russia's war effort from doing business within the European bloc. The UK also hit Russia with sanctions, focusing on companies critical to maintaining the Putin regime's ammunition supply chain. I suppose, really, the question here is, why did the West wait for Navalny's death before implementing these latest sanctions? I mean, the goal, one would think, is to aggressively shut off revenue streams for Russia. So why wouldn't the U.S. and E.U. have laid on all these various sanctions earlier? Well, the only real way of impacting Russia is to actually reduce their ability to sell oil. 
not half measures with price caps for oil sales, actually working with global partners and others to get as close to zero as possible. Without significant oil revenues, Putin cannot afford his military adventurism. Now, not to oversimplify, but there are a couple of problems with this. First, we really have no leverage with China, Iran, or even India, and they have stepped up to replace any losses that Russia had felt by the existing energy-related sanctions. And second, as we've discussed on the PDB, there's a domestic political consideration here. With a difficult election looming in November and dismal poll numbers, the last thing the White House and Democratic strategists need to see are rising gas prices in the U.S. Any legitimate, effective effort that would actually dramatically slow Russian oil sales would have a negative lagging impact on gas prices, particularly since the Biden administration has made clear their domestic war on fossil fuels. Once again, allowing poll numbers and domestic political concerns to shape national security and foreign policy decisions, uh, that isn't a good look. And that, my friends, is the PDB Afternoon Bulletin for Friday, 23 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back tomorrow with another weekend edition of the PDB Mailbag. It's where we dip into the large barrel of postcards and letters and emails and texts from all the terrific listeners and try to answer your questions. We, if you're interested, keep the barrel in the PDB snack room, which doubles as the office for Carl, the talking intern. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.